Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW. I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. I almost didn't get coffee this morning. Almost. But, but we made it through. And then Benny went, na, 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 na. And then he came in and he fixed the coffee machine. Me and my cape. And I, yeah. <laughs> Superhero <was> coffee man. <laughs> more cape. So I did get some coffee and that goes with our show this morning. We'll talk about that later on. Yeah. So I decided, not only do I always uh, celebrate people, places, and activities to lift your spirits, uh, but 2021, I really want to make sure that I'm focusing on the things that are working in the world and mm-hmm. the good people that I've met mm-hmm. through this lifetime who are amazing. They've been there, there over time. And so I'm celebrating today a few good men <laughs> because I can't. It's my radio show. And Happy New Year because we didn't really meet last week nope. because of the holiday. This is the first time in the studio, 2021, with yep. Benny Mathers. It's been almost seven years. Man. Dang. And you uh, are uh, one of my few good men. Oh, <laughs> thanks. You oh, are a heart. good father and amazing. I mean, Thank you. the reason the show, I've been here for so long is because of you. Because I'm still here. I never leave. You and I pressure here. you into coming back. No, everybody <laughs> really enjoys working with you. Thanks. And that's, you know, a team effort is That's really all about it. What it's all about. Mm-hmm. It is. And keeping those uh, good people in your life forever. Right. Teamwork makes a dream work. In a tribe. <laughs> We're in a tribe. Yeah. So I do want to mention that I uh, started an Our Energy Matters community. Um, it's online. I'll be doing Zoom classes Wednesdays, and I will be sharing um, collaboration with some of my favorite people that have been on the show on Sundays, and I'll be sharing that through YouTube, uh, Facebook, etc. But uh, if you go to Lift Your Spirits, Dina Marie Patreon, you can see all the offerings. Thank you, Faye Wiedenhoff, for getting me that party started. But lately, I've had way too many synchronicities with people getting my book online, asking me to help them, you know, keep their spirits high. So I even have, like, um, off- offering seven-week course kind of what I've been doing with Anthony Manna, going through the book, uh, going through each chakra. And it's just, it's, uh, God, it's making my heart sing. And I had a young lady purchase my, two books, one to get for a gift. And then she sent a picture of someone had taken my picture and put it in the book. And then I signed it to somebody. And it was about keeping your light shining. And her name was Angela. So I took that as a sign to get back into my teaching. And now that Zoom is new to me, it's kind of fun. I didn't want to do it at first. It's kind of fun. It's amazing. <laughs> it's in-person stuff. But if you go on uh, Lift Your Spirits Patreon, and you, there's so many tiers of levels. And if you do any of them, you're in a drawing to come to Woodby Island with me this summer. And you might be able to be a guest on my show. So I'm going to do a drawing April 2nd. I would love to have you on my show. And I'd love to see you on Woodby Island or on Zoom. All right. A few good men. Benny Mathers, number one. Thank you. Appreciate that. And Sean Sarvella. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. How are you? I'm having a party. I like that. <laughs> so, Sean, how did you meet me? Oh, Lord. I've known you since 2015, I think. Has it been that long? I think it's over six years, yeah. That's a hot minute. We actually, uh, the chili chowder cook-off, <laughs> and you were the face of that. You were everywhere. And... uh to kind of back up, this is on Kamado Island, and I was uh, the director of a, a restaurant group at the time, and then you were the director of tourism for Kamado, right? Chamber, yeah. And it, and then you and I, we just, we clicked. We clicked. I liked it. And he, so I got him to sign up for the chili chowder, and then you showed up, and you shined, and you sponsored the event. 
no big deal. You sponsored a lot of events, and that's what made me so successful. So did you have, like, <laughs> Dina's face, like, at the bottom of the bowl? So, like, when you it have was to, on like... every bowl. <laughs> that would be great if oh, you did that. <laughs> I, I just kind of, I, I kind of coerced all these people to, to go that never had done it before. Yeah. And they're the ones that really... It was just so much fun. Yeah, in fact, sounds I just like it. Posted a picture. You're with that bird with the Seahawks. Oh, nice. <laughs> I just posted it just now, so you can see it later. <laughs> but we had a really good time. And then what uh, Sean allowed me to do was uh, bring some music because I had a travel writer coming in and tourism. We're supposed to have like a nightlife, and at the time we didn't. So I decided, why don't we make him think we have music on Saturday nights? <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that time it was Faye, but we also had Clint McEwen come out. We had C-Star. And then you allowed me to do an open mic, so I, I did that. And then I brought out Voke Art from Snohomish, and some kids got to play with him. Uh, that was a lot of fun, a lot more names I could throw out there. But what I realized talking to you the, the other day is you allowed me to have my music, art, and community at Collective on Tap. I loved it. Um, kind of looking back, I mean, just looking at those – those evenings where it was just sunset and it was just gorgeous out and you had the music playing and people were laughing. I, I think it did for me what I wanted to do. And then for you, it was, that's right up your alley. So I, I loved it. And those were some, some great memories I still have. I just remember the first time I saw you, I said, you look like Van Diesel. Ooh. <laughs> oh, is that wrong or right? With the guns. <laughs> okay. It just popped in my mind. You guys are just, oh, it might have been your grand opening, actually. Wow. Anyways, I befriended you. You guys joined the chamber. And then I was doing my healing work at the time. And you mentioned, I asked you, did I do a reading with you? And you told me what? Well, I was hesitant to begin with. But you you did a reading on me. And I had, uh, I just had a little boy. And, uh. You had done the reading, and you said that him and I, in our past life, we were knights together. And uh, um, kind of looking back, uh, my my real last name is Roche, and it means it's Ireland, it's Irish, and it comes from the people at the Rock, and it was founded by uh, two knights, two brothers, who kind of founded this community uh, in the hills of Ireland. And then it just, I don't know. You got a gift, Dina. Did it resonate with you? It did. It did. Because, I mean, my little boy is, he's my buddy. You know what I mean? Where, where you're able to kind of talk with him. You're able to, to just kind of live your life. And he, he knows what's going on. He's, he's my little pal. And so I, he is my little knight. So I like it. So he's six. And you have a son, that, another son that's one? Uh, Adam is almost two. He's pushing two right now. He's pushing 50 because he is just an angry old man right now. <laughs> and, and that we were talking about past lives, how they come into this world and they are who they are and there's nothing you can do about it. And I, I just think it's so funny because I didn't remember the reading whatsoever. And I've been watching online, you know, because you moved. Where did you move? Uh, we moved to Texas. And so I've been watching you and you've always uh, made my heart saying watching you with your boys. And it's been six years that I've been watching you be a father and so I just when I thought of a few good men I totally think you're an amazing human being not only helping me but you are an amazing dad and a wonderful husband thank you and your wife is your uh, earth angel maybe she is my earth angel yeah 
<laughs> makes my heart sing. And so now, what is it that you and your son are doing? Well, what we did is uh, when everyone got locked down, when we were in a, a and essentially I was furloughed from my job, we needed something to do. And so what we did is, uh, uh, let me kind of back up. My son is probably the smartest little kid you're going to meet. He's six years old, but he is just, he's on it. He, he's probably the best at video games you've ever seen in your life, but he's, he's, he's really ahead of his time. And, and he wanted to do a, uh, a YouTube channel and he has these, uh, these little guys that he looks, uh, uh, like his idols, uh, where, where one of them has like 10 million views and one of them has just whatever it is, but he, he wanted to build something. And so him and I, we sat down and we kind of went through everything and, uh, we ended up essentially just making a coffee company <laughs> and we, <laughs> it was just a thing we did. And, uh, we spent all the time together and, and, um, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I'm a little nervous right now. I've never been on the radio before, <laughs> so I feel job. like I'm spewing. <laughs> I, no, you, that's you're talking. That's what it's, talk radio is all about. <laughs> Conversation over coffee. <laughs> coffee Easy. with Dina. That's what it is, what Benny calls it. Oh, I love it. But we, uh, essentially, we just, we we didn't know how to do it, so we, we, we got in and we started making phone calls, and uh, it just grew into what it is right now. A small, small business coffee company. And he helps you with the website. <laughs> oh, my Lord, yes. If, uh, if, if any of your listeners go on there, if you go through the policies page, you can find little little eggs that he's done where he's put his little rules in there. So if someone is, is, uh, leaves a bad comment or, or someone's rude to other people, he'll put them on timeout for, for a week. <laughs> no, I, I'm not even joking. There's a, if you go into the policy page, there's little, there's little rules in there that he's put in there that, that is just awesome. So is he programming or, or like, is he actually in the, the site typing? He's in the site typing. Right. I know. I know. But I, I remember when it, uh, you would always show things that he was doing. I thought, wow, some of the kids I know were way far behind <laughs> at that time, but he, he's had this the day he was born really like he was from, from day one and from day one. So when, when he was a year and a half, he could read and not just he, that he knew the letters or whatnot. He could read books. He could read whatever he wanted to. And like, uh, and then just going forward, it became not just reading it became math. And so now <clears throat> you can give him any two numbers, any three numbers, and he can multiply them. Like so you can say 17 times 180, and he knows what the answer is. It's just, it's just, it's amazing what this kid retains. It's amazing what he's able to do. And, and just kind of looking at this time that, especially during furlough, because I mean, everyone was at home. Everyone was just not knowing what to do. And just for me to be able to spend time especially with with my oldest son just as much as I did it it just the bond is it's amazing I, I love what we were able to do and 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 what he was able to help out on like we would sit down and he would I'd show him pictures that I spent hours on uh, of like advertisements and he'd sit there and go no I don't like it <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah and it's uh but he would do that but like our our thing we We've kind of gotten a routine down where 
kind of going back to his YouTube people that, that he kind of follows is these, these kids who, who have these amazing accounts that, that have done well, they started with one follower. They, they didn't start with these millions of people. And, and just for him to be able to see the progress of specifically Sarvella Brothers, because, I mean, he is Sarvella Brothers. Uh, Sarvella Brothers is him and his brother. And just for him to be able to, to go in and see what did I do last week? What were our sales last week? What were our followers last week? I mean, that's his thing. And he, he gets excited about it. And, and, and it's become, it's become our company now. And not just, not just something that dad put together, but something that us as a family and that the little one, he is a, he's more like he's, he likes to sit in dad's lap and then just hit the keyboard. So he'll, he'll learn, (laughs) but but with Liam, it's he likes to see progress, and so far, I think I don't know. I, I've enjoyed this time with us, and that's what I love to hear because I've heard some great stories. Actually, twenty twenty was probably my best year of my life. The hardest adversity kicked my you know what, and but it made me stronger. And the fact that we had that downtime, I've been saying for years we need to get off the treadmill because before it throws us off. Mm-hmm. And having all these parents stay home with their kids and appreciate teachers and, and you know, and find ways to get them outside to exercise and do all these things that you didn't think of before. It just, exactly. it, it makes me, um, my heart sing. But he, he's back in school or you're, he's going to school? He just went back to school this week. So we, we kept him out. Um, we have grandma at the house. And so grandma likes to, to hang out with the kids. And, and she's, while we're at work doing our nine to five, she watches the kids and uh, I think kind of going, looking at the school situation, we didn't want to get grandma sick. You know, I mean, if kids are disgusting, <laughs> they're just messy. They just get you sick just... a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and like him going back to school then, I think it was a little bit dangerous. And so this last week he just started going back and he is, he needed it, you know, like to be able to, to hang out with his friends again, to be able to go to recess. I mean, he needed it. The social skills. and and Exactly. Yeah. So that's the thing. How do you get uh, – that's why I'm starting this Our Energy Matters community. People need community. And that's – we're being um, isolated, and it's been too long. So kids, I really – you know, and it is scary to go out into the world again. But without the social skills – and you were saying that those are good for him – and he's learning more than just math. No, exactly. And like to see his smile, like he waits till dad gets home from work so he can tell dad about his entire day. And he'll say every conversation he's had with his friends, what the teacher said, what, I mean, everything that's happened in his day. And it's something that trying to teach from home and actually teachers have a hard job (laughs) (laughs) people get it now (laughs) my god like doing the 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 online learning it's a lot of work and i was like oh my god this is first grade i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like i'm like what are you supposed to do again dude he's like well you got to read the instructions dad (laughs) (laughs) oh and that's another people are, are struggling so i just I, it it was it used to be grandma lived at the house it used to be people lived with their family and we all coexisted and there was different ages and you know that's i i love that grandma's there you know i mm-hmm. think that's because i'm now grandma 
Grandma Dina. <laughs> I go, I'm like a grandma in a van. I'm like, oh, wait, I am a grandma in a van. <laughs> I drive... do you, now, do you go by grandma or you go by, do you have a different name? Well, Ethan's really, really smart. So he he used to just call me Dina all the time. Dina. He always called nice. me Dina. And um, this lady, she, he had to go to speech class once and I took him and she goes, what? You don't want to be called? She like thought I totally trained him to call me Dina. And I was like, <laughs> no, he just does. I don't know why. And now they're calling me Grandma Dina because I have a granddaughter. But I believe in this spring. I just believe that we had a life together. And he was super older than I am and super lovely. And he just called me by my first name. And I, Ethan and I, we have this connection. And Emma. Emma and Ethan. And I believe they were in England together. And then my daughter picks Emma, she is just the bossiest boss. <laughs> they're, they're born with these personalities. And I think I was telling you I have three kids that one's an Aries, and she's just like, you can't tell her what to do. You say, Shreesa, would you like to sit down? And, and I told her teachers, just ask her that way. Don't tell her. And it's a whole different thing. But Mike loves to dance, but he won't do it until I drag him out onto the dance floor. And then he's like, you're the best mom ever. So it's like, and then April <laughs> sings and dances with me the whole time. But, you know, I had to learn, I think this is in my book, that each of them came in a certain package. And what I needed to do, what I thought I could just do the same thing with all of them. But each child taught me a lot about myself and human beings. We're all different. We're all so different. Nothing, there's not one size fits all for anything. No. So you're doing a fine job. So your other son, your youngest, Mm-hmm. maybe he'll be the guy that loves the sports and you get to do all that stuff. I mean, who knows, right? I'm hoping so. <laughs> yeah. I'm, hope, I'm hoping he, he get, becomes awesome at baseball. Okay. <laughs> Signs an enormous contract. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we can go watch him then one of these days. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, and I do miss I, – I didn't really like the sports as my kids were getting older in high school and such. It was a different – but that – first soccer game they hit the ball with t-ball and then they all jump on it you know the first mm-hmm. time they play sports probably up till nine or ten that's what, i'm kind of grieving that for my grandson ethan because he finally found soccer before it was football and he loved baseball but they don't let him play in football so he found a great soccer coach who was like just doesn't matter win or lose and they all had such a good time so i'm missing going as a grandma to the school things. I'm missing going to the soccer games and basketball. Um, but you guys are back in school. You can go back to school in Texas? Or how does that work? Yeah, they, they started it early. Like, everything here was just started really early. They could, at the beginning of this school year, go back to school. And a lot of the kids, like, I would say half did. And then the other half was this online learning Um and so there's a little bit of catching up for the half that didn't because a lot of them are now going back to school. And so having to kind of uh, step in midway through the school year where all the other kids have already have a routine down, you know, mm-hmm. and they already kind of know what's going on. And then you have this whole new group of kids coming in and a lot of the kids are, are new. And so it, it'll be a little bit of a learning curve, but, but it's important. Uh, I think online schooling is it's, it's information. I mean, it's, but kids need to be kids and they need to be around other kids. So. And Benny, are your boys in school? They are doing the online. Online? Yes. Uh, virtually for their school district. Um, there has been chatter about the going, uh, doing half and half this next, whatever lifting of the, you know, 
We don't know what's going well, on here in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Go, well, Governor Inslee is doing his thing, so you know a lot of places are doing what I know. So uh, for now, it is a little challenging. Yeah, you can see it kind of wearing on the kids as far as you know them trying to be with friends. I have twins, so they have each other. But you know, every once in a while, you know, they just need to get away from each other. <laughs> And you know, mom, <laughs> mom and dad come in, and then also you know the neighbors. But you can't really do s- stuff with neighbor kids as much. There's a lot of backyard, you know, playing, but it can wear thin. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta constantly stay strong and keep their spirits up. Because well, I, I know you're right, though. It's the involvement with other children. That's that social engagement that they need so much while growing. I agree, mm-hmm. and I hope that we all get better and things shift here, so our kids can get back to being social. Because I'm I'm a social butterfly. Right, Sean? Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> well, I, let the listeners know about your, your company, the coffee company. Well, we are Sorvella Brothers Coffee. Um, essentially, what, what we had done is uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, everything was closed. And so what, what we did is we offer, we have 41 different coffees. They come in ground, espresso, um, actually whole bean as well, which is one of the ones I like. And, and then we offer coffee mugs and t-shirts and stuff like that. So, I mean, we are, we're super small for stupid. We're just beginning out right now. Um, but I, I think for, for me, Sorvella's brother's coffee is all about my two boys and watching this grow with them. So, I mean, I, I could make a million dollars or I can make a dollar. I, I don't really care. Uh, the, the whole point of this for, for me anyway, was for my son, uh, primarily Liam to, to have him build something and then see it grow. And, and so far, I mean, the, it's been huge. What it's, what it's done. I mean, <laughs> we, we've only like, we've only been open for, uh, April 1st was our very first day and exponentially it's been doubling everything we've done every single month since month one and that's just being consistent that's being um having a schedule that that you stick by and so that's been something that specifically liam and i every single day i mean i'll I'll get home from work and then i have another four to five hours work to do with the coffee company so it's it's been some long long days but I, i think if showing Liam um or in and to a lesser part Adam I mean he's he's still that baby in my in my eyes but showing him that if you just if you work at something and you're consistently passionate about something it grows no matter what it is whether it's uh happiness or what whether it's anger what I mean whatever you're putting your mind into is what you're going to become so I, I think I think I've accomplished that. I think I think we're getting to where I want to be, and 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 in the future, whatever this may be, uh, he's going to have something that's going to have his name on it. So I'm excited. Well, and the, the creative process, just you know, like the photos are awesome, and I want your the flip flops. We call them slippers in Kauai, but <laughs> and, and then you have a rooster on. And like we were talking, like it reminds me of Kauai because the rooster does wake you up every morning because they're running uh-huh. around everywhere. But then I they are everywhere. Slippers, yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you I, I used to live on the Big Island? No, you did not. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the, I lived on the the Big Island in uh, Kona for about a year and a half. So that's probably and where you got it, right? Or thought of it? I think so. Like the roosters are literally everywhere. You're right. Every morning, uh, 
you can hear them. <laughs> whether, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Every interview uh, from Kauai has roosters in the background. So see, that's something I didn't know about you. And so I could tell in your, your marketing that the pictures are beautiful and your biceps are still going strong. <laughs> so you got still some got great it. photos of you and the kids and uh, the merchandise I, it looks it's amazing. So there's some a lot of creativity going on, which is what I always want with kids. You know, the higher chakras is your inspiration, imagination, creativity. You guys are talking about it. Those are the things that, you know, regurgitating information given to you is not those chakras. Right. That's just like, right. yeah, a robot type thing. So you guys are doing amazing things. Um, the website is. It's SarvellaBrothersCoffee.com. Dot com and again always support local human beings <laughs> people that you can see their face uh, and we're gonna do a reading next week did you know that yet I do now <laughs> <laughs> I thought we need an updated reading because you know you have a new a, another son maybe there's something else going on I don't know who knows three, nights. three nights three nights in the rocks he might have been <laughs> the, the king you defended watch Ooh, that <laughs> I like that one I was saying oh I said uh Braveheart the other day. That came out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. Wow. This is exciting. <laughs> I like it. Well, Sean, I'm so, all I know is I, I saw you. Um, God, I was just thinking, I want to do a few good men. And then I was thinking, I haven't talked to you for a long time. It was just like, it's just like yesterday. It's like we are still on Camino Island hanging out. And that team effort that we had, uh, literally, mm -hmm. because you were so, I told you, like Shane B at, down at the Center for Wooden Boats. You guys said you'd do something. You did it. When we got there, we shined. And God bless America, right? That's what we Amen. need more of. Because there are way more good things going on out there than we're getting in the media. Mm-hmm. Yay, Sean. All right. Come to Texas one day. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. We'll be back for, with more. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, and join the Our Energy Matters online community today. You will experience classes and one-on-one -on -one conversations with me that will inspire you to live life to the fullest in these changing times. Learn more about yourself and how to expand your energy, plus have fun in the process. Every month, I will highlight one of our Our Energy Matters members as a guest on Lift Your Spirits Radio. For more information, visit me, Dina Marie, at dina-marie.com. 2021 is your year to shine. Tune in every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. for the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer. Learn from and be inspired by local leaders, thinkers, and problem solvers who are tackling the sustainable living questions through invention, collaboration, and hard work. This lively and thought-provoking show focuses on tangible, practical measures that we can all take to reduce our carbon footprint and rethink how we relate to the resources of our natural world. Don't forget, that's the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. Are you planning your next move? We know it can be stressful, but at a swift move, you can relax and leave the work to us. You can put your mind at ease that your personal items will be safe throughout the entire moving process. To get a free quote from licensed professionals so you can compare and save, call us at 425-309-0577. That's 425 Three zero nine zero five seven seven. 
So make your next move a swift one and give us a call. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. That song is Butterfly, and it was written and played um, by Chris Gibson. And joining us this morning is Mr. Crick, Chris Gibson. Good morning, Chris. Hi, good morning. How do you know me? When did you meet me? How do you know me? <laughs> We're cousins. <laughs> we are and, cousins. Yeah, and I'm younger than you, so you must have met me when I was little, little, little. A child. Oh. As we hear the child in the background, we're celebrating. <laughs> in the background, yeah. We're celebrating dads that are staying home with their kids, good fathers, great husbands, and yeah, a few good men on the show today. And uh, I'm going to just tell a quick story because we actually have a really good long history. <laughs> I mean, if I think of all the things we've done, it's been pretty amazing. Uh, Chris, you are a musician. Yes. And you came here from uh, Utah. I was born here in Sunnyside and moved down to Salt Lake as a child and came back when I was 21 to become a rock star. <laughs> and we were both born in Sunnyside, Washington. Who knew that? Yeah. yeah. And you came in, and the first time I saw you as an adult, you had hair down to your waist. Yeah, yeah. You were like, it was that 90s thing, wasn't it? Well, now I have the COVID shoulder length, so <laughs> it's, it's coming back. <laughs> yeah, well, you came to the big Seattle scene, and then um, we lost touch for a while, and then what happened? Oh, then you had Tuning the Air. Tell the, the listeners about Tuning the Air. Yes, oh, I'm being screamed at in the background by my <laughs> children, but we'll, we'll, I'll try my best. No uh, Tuning the Air was a guitar ensemble between 2005 to 2011, so seven years roughly. And at its peak, we were, well, we performed every Thursday for seven years. And uh, there was a nine to 12 of us at any given time. And we played in a circle. And uh, what else can I say about that? Um, a lot, actually. But uh, yeah, the audiences were really great. Uh, we, we played for one person and we played for 150. It depended on the week. but uh, And it was in Seattle. Yeah. I, 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 I probably attended three because you, yeah. you moved venues, but it, it was amazing because you were in the middle of the circle and they're playing around you. And you can find this on uh, YouTube still. Yeah, probably. some things, yeah. If you've never seen it, it, it was it was amazing. And that was my first introduction to you. And that's when I was promoting music in Snohomish. And I wanted to have a yeah. music festival. So then I brought you to the Taste of Snohomish, Los Pedros. Yeah, that's the music you just heard, the song Butterflies from that group, yeah. <laughs> wow. And I, like, I, I'm just going back. And then, then you played 
And they actually had that festival for 12 years after that. But what was really cool about that is that um, Alexander Bishop, I started that festival for Alex and Maggie, who Maggie was on the show just recently, um, for the kids at a coffee shop that got closed down. So they came out and they started the show with Peter Ali, a flutist, and Tim Noah. Um, and then we ended with music from you and a rock band or whatever. It was, it was a really uh, different genres all day long. And then um, you opened the Seattle Creative Arts Center. Yes, 2012. Yeah. And I needed a place to do. It's called <clears throat> A Taste of Health and Inspiration. So I did it at your place. And it was so lovely. And we had vendors all day promoting green, sustainable art, music. And then um, at the end, we had Alex. Alex came out and played at your place. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So then I did two events. And then Faye was the next one. Sea Star was the next mm -hmm. year. And they played. And you guys were on the show together when I first started the, the radio show. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Crazy. And then you, like, was it three years ago? It was three, a little, yeah, about three years ago, yeah. What happened three years ago? Oh, I was called to uh, fill in for the band King Crimson on keyboards um, from a friend of mine, Bill Reef, who has passed away last year, unfortunately. Um, but uh, so he was suffering from cancer and he called me up one night and said, hey, I need you to play keyboards for me, <laughs> which was kind of a shock, but not not so much at the same time. We've worked together over the years and um, it seemed to make sense to me. So um, I said yes. And uh, the rest is history. Yeah, he was able to come back the next year, which was great. Uh, but unfortunately, he passed. And now with COVID, I don't know what their touring plans are or whatever I, anything and i think what's going back to is that alex had his going away party at your yeah. seattle creative arts place and mm -hmm. then he he messages me and he goes you will not believe who i saw in new york city and you <laughs> alex moved to new york to do music this young kid who we started wired and plugged for who started a music festival all these things he's in new york and he sees you on stage yeah, and I saw him in the audience. I don't know if he knows that, but uh, I might have messaged him or something, but uh, I could see his, he was wearing a hat and that sort of thing. But it was a pretty cool moment, you know, because I remember him from before. And, and I'm thinking this whole circular thing, right? Of how, like, you, yeah. I call us the uh, tie-dyed sheep of the family. We do yeah. things a little <laughs> bit differently. I should be a truck driver, probably. <laughs> I should be in an office somewhere <laughs> answering phones, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I just couldn't do it. And um, we've both been super creative. And the universe, I, when I knew you were on the road, I knew the universe had given you that good, you know, good for you, Chris. Good for you. And, you know, I get these synchronicities every day that say, keep doing what you're doing. And that Alex uh, synchronicity was huge. Yeah. So a little bit about your journey getting thrown into the big world of performance yeah, at that level. Yeah. Uh, well, I had two weeks. Well, Bill Rieflin, oh, man, I love that guy. You know, he's <laughs> he's funny because he calls me two weeks before the shows start. Uh, but he said he was in a really bad position and he... He could only he 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 thought of some people, but he, he couldn't quite figure out who would fit in completely. So I guess I was the guy, and uh, so I had two weeks 
to learn 30 King Crimson tunes on keyboards, which is my second instrument. Um, but, uh, you know, I love the music and I've listened to it so much over my lifetime. And I think he knew that and I could just fit in. Uh, but, you know, it took me 12 hour shifts for a couple of weeks to really learn all. I had to cancel all my students and put everything on hold. And then uh, I was off to rehearsals in Austin and we rehearsed for about a week. And at any moment during those rehearsals, the plug could have been pulled and I could have been sent home. You know, who knows? So it was kind of a, you know, a test of will and... I knew it had to happen. I wanted it, and uh, I was not going to let myself get in the way. So <laughs> it, it happened, and we were off, and I fit, fit right in, yeah. And I came to visit you last year. I was house-sitting in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. And we had, you know, last year was not my, December was not my best year of this life. <laughs> it was probably the worst year of my life, and for some reason, I just thought I gotta. I need to go talk to somebody, you know. And you're my really only close family member, so yeah. we sat down and had a really heart to heart conversation. And you know, recently I've been around um, bigger musicians and and seen the the way people treat them or the lifestyle and all that. Um, so, what's your take on what you learned? Yeah, see, well, you know, um, King Crimson, the gentlemen in that group are much older than me, you know, in their 70s, most of them. So they've been through all that, you know, they don't, it's not really a party scene, of course, they're very professional and uh, top notch uh, all the way. Um, so there was really no temptation of the, you know, the younger rock stars and that sort of thing and plus i'm not really that kind of person anyway so <laughs> it would <laughs> but you never know you never know you can be tempted you never know um but uh yeah but beyond that growing up in music and seeing friends and others suffer through you know fame and drugs and alcohol and it's just that's been part of my work in my life anyways to not get wrapped up in that you know mm -hmm. someone tells you you're good well thank you um but it's not it's not really why i do these things and it's hard for people to understand sometimes <laughs> well, well but, and, and to stay humble because you can it can get tainted real real quick yes and then we were having that conversation and you uh, i was visiting you at your music studio yeah um, and it was a cute little place and you were thinking of having classes, but when you got back from the King Crimson uh, gig, you called me and you had discovered meditation. Um, yeah. And well, I started going to, uh, well, I've been meditating since I was, I don't know, 18 probably. And then uh, I have a sitting practice anyway, a meditation practice. But I started going to a Buddhist center in Ballard. It was something different, you know. Uh, a different approach to things I've been working on all these years. And it was really refreshing. And um, just to hear the concepts about past and future lives, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm still such a skeptic all the way till the end. But there's this part of me that fully embraces it, too. So I have to kind of examine it more deeply. And unfortunately, COVID has kept us out of my whole family. We were going there meditating every Sunday if we could get there. But now it's shut down, so hopefully we'll return. 
but yeah, just kind of opened myself up spiritually to different things was really good. And it helped me, you know, kind of ground myself after coming back from that experience. Because you can tend to uh, think that that's your life now. And, oh my gosh, look, I'm in King Crimson. Well, that's not really the case. That wasn't the case. I was just filling in. And it took me a while to really accept that. But, but, even, if you but were, even if you were King Crimson, you know, do you think it's, it's a, you can keep your life n normal without getting your head too big is what I'm trying to say. Uh, the challenges would be a lot higher. Okay. Yes, for sure. You know, especially with small children. I think if fate would have been different, if I would have been asked to go back, I'm not sure what uh, the family dynamics would have been. I'm not sure, but I'm glad that it didn't happen actually because I got to spend time with my young children. They're only going to be young for so long. Yeah. Um, so it was a test mentally for me too, you know, to kind of go through the what ifs and that sort of thing. And then something I wasn't expecting, but it was, it happened anyway. <laughs> and then, and then 2020 hits. Cause I saw you 2019. And yes. so right before you saw me right before, right wow. before and I actually went to Woodby and they had the same meditation place. The same, I was, mm -hmm. I was signed up for everything, man. I was right. going to go to the unity church. I was going to go to the meditation place in Langley. <laughs> I was volunteering at the whale center. I had my grand opening March 21st for my healing, um, healing healing sweets baby healing sweets it's like i thought the world was just like going to just be brand new and lovely and then i got shut down <laughs> so i still drive by those places because they're gone right i still drive yeah. by wondering what if but you know you can't live in the past you just you right. have to stay here and actually i think 2020 actually turned out to be a good year for you and your family yes i think so yeah i mean i retain most of my students um, you know, maybe a third decided they weren't going to move to the online platform. First week of March or whatever, the middle of March, it was literally from one day to the next. I went from teaching in person to on um, to Zoom, and I had never I'd never done it before. So the first week, I was like, "What am I doing? This is weird." Um, especially for guitar lessons, because I like to play with the student at the same time. So there's a little trouble with that, but I've adapted and come up with cool strategies and stuff to keep people busy and it's been working and I'm getting new students that I've never met in person that I've been working with online, which is, it's strange, but it's where we are. Oh, and Faye, she's got Siren Studio, C-Star. She, yeah. She's overwhelmed because we're, we don't have school. We don't have lessons. Uh, so anyone that's actually doing, uh, was a practicing musician, Jake. Just It's out of this world how many people are trying to get their kids playing an instrument from home. Yeah. yeah. I just got Ethan to tune. I gave him three guitars. <laughs> I got, he just On my phone, it has a tuner. So he just tuned the guitar, and he's ready to play now. So, again... I'm visiting today. I'm going to encourage him to be playing. He, he looks like a natural. Maybe I'll be calling you soon. <laughs> but for me, Zoom is brand new. So because I was not wanting to do the computer thing. I just but for me, I'm like the new kid on the playground. I'm doing the classes and I learned how to do readings um, online. Oh. Yeah. So it's been fun. I did a Reiki class because I had someone with the table that was in a uh, Arizona or something, and they could practice on each other. Wow, that's great. Yeah. I know. So you have to be very creative, very inventive, and we're, we're doing it. 
and you get to stay home with your kids. Yeah. And, you know, this summer we went camping like 30 times and we never camped before. I mean, they're so little, so we didn't really give it a shot, but we did this year and we found ourselves laying in rivers and getting lots of sun and rolling around in the dirt. We had a bear visit our tent <laughs> one night. Yeah. Yeah. I knocked over our cooler. So we learned, uh, learned the lesson to make sure you put everything in your car at night. But that was pretty fun. <laughs> and isn't that... the, the kids didn't wake up though. So that was good. Oh, they didn't wake up. Well, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I did not know you, you were out and about, you know, Fresh air, sunshine, those things are essential too. Yeah, and it helped our state of mind during the lockdowns and, you know, just kind of getting used to what's going on. And every day you take a walk? Or you go yes, out? every day. We, there's a place in our neighborhood called Landover Woods. I don't know if people will know, in the Crown Hill area. It's like this hidden hiking trail. It's right off of a main street. It's really, we just found it last year. But that's great. And then there's this really nice park over in Magnolia called Ella Bailey Park, something like that. But it overlooks the whole city. And it's a huge playground with tons of grass. And the kids get to play and we'll jog around the track or the, the outlying area. So they get to play and we get our exercise and that's great. So it should be pretty nice there in the summer, you know. I'll have my shirt off and stuff. <laughs> And that's where I was house sitting, Magnolia. I yes. love it because every the, the Albertsons, the stores are there. Everything was walkable, you know. And I had this dog named Jimmy, so we'd go to the park together and everything. Magnolia is a beautiful area, and it has some awesome views. But you know, Whidbey's pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah. We oh, we did a couple ferries over the summer, Whidbey and uh, Kingston. Some hiking over there. There's some nice places over there too. So how's that homeschooling going for you? It's going. It's 8.50 now. So she got up. That's what my daughter was yelling at me at 8.30. She likes to know when she's supposed to be on. But she's actually doing really well. We're really happy. We've heard horror stories of kids looking at YouTube on a separate pad. and oh, no. Or just walking away from the teacher a bunch of times, you know. Yeah. But she's very focused and uh, we're happy that it's working. But, you know, that's why we get them to the park every day if we can doesn't matter if they're strangers, but they're getting to see tons of kids. And mm -hmm. even though they have their masks on and stuff, but they can at least uh, talk to different kids and uh, socialize every day. Yeah. So it's like a big recess for them. And your family's, I feel, is probably stronger just because I think I was about to do it. You know, I had some stuff happen in my life. I was starting my life over on Woodby. And I was prepared to just go gung-ho, right? I was prepared just to get back on that treadmill, take the things that I do, and, and like my music festival and all these things I had planned. And the universe, bam, right on my back. <laughs> and I had to lay on my back for, I, I call it like you're a boxer, you know, and you, you get up and you don't get counted down or whatever. That's and then, right. then you get down and the fight's over and you don't know what to do with yourself because it's over. So I had a, a month to really, really go through some of my closets clean out some of the things that I do that are not healthy and yeah. and give up some ugly habits. So yeah, it, sure. it was good for me. <laughs> and I think it was good for a lot of people. Well, let's see. Uh, it, uh, somebody told me one time, doesn't, well, this is kind of an obvious thing, but it doesn't matter how many times you fall down. It matters how many times you get back up. So it's going to happen. Mistakes are going to happen. You're going to fall down a bunch of times, but... 
being aware of it and getting back up. That's where it all, all the best movies, you know. Well, and so, it, it was my community. It was my friends that got me through my my family. That one talk we had last year. I, you know, when you're not feeling good and you're depressed, the last thing you want to do is go talk to someone. But I did, so I'm thanking you, Chris. You're welcome. And actually, I think February after I saw you, I went to a hypnotherapist for a little while and did some past life regression. You did. <laughs> Yes, I did. What happened? Uh, we did like we well. She wanted to do a few counseling sessions first, which was fine. So we dug into some past stuff and kind of worked through some dirt, which was great. It was really good. Um, and then the last, the last one, we, we went hypno and went under and uncovered two lives that I, I had supposedly. So once again, I'm a skeptic, but man, I, I really. Uh, I got into it and then the COVID hit, so we stopped. But uh, you got that little, now you got the time to. It was I did, cool. I did not mean this show to have any past life stuff, but you know, <laughs> I believe that I'm in the place I am right now because I believe it's my little Ireland. And I believe that I'm supposed to bring art, music, and community together. And I can't yeah. think of a better place since South would be. So I'm really. And I thank Sean, because Sean and you and your Seattle Arts Creative Arts Place, all you guys provided a place where I could bring all ages, we could hang out, listen to some music, tell some stories, and then go live our lives, you know? Yeah. So you are one of my few good men. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And we're going to end the show with your song. Your song. All right. What's your yes. song? And what's your uh, song? It's called Butterfly. It was written probably... 1999 it's been a while but it was recorded in 2009 with uh some fretless bass a friend of mine igor abeladza plays bass on it it's really great and you wrote the song for for my wife she was my girlfriend at the time yeah long time ago <laughs> we met in 98. 98. Here we are. and i remember when you had your first child because i was at the seattle creative arts center and that's when faye and adam had their interview with you and we were just talking about how important music is and uh wow that seems like a lifetime ago. <laughs> well, you can see my piano here. So we keep going. Just keep writing music and uh, go from here. Yeah. And if people want to get music lessons, how could they reach you? Yeah. So my web's my company, MarketStreetMusicSchool.com. Cool. And I just actually updated it to say all lessons are on Zoom. <laughs> a year later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, Chris, I, I look forward to listening to your uh, story of your past lives. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that All sometime. Right. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. All right. Thank you. See you soon. You will. Um, well, I feel super blessed in 2021. I learned a lot in 2020. I think we all did. I want to thank Benny for being the best producer and amazing man oh, he is. And thank you for those uh, kind words. Very and so. I invite anybody that wants to join our community to go lift your spirits with Dina Marie on Patreon or dina-marie.com. It's the Our Energy Matters community, which I just created because they inspired me. And I've been doing readings on Zoom and actually had a couple come out yesterday and we did a little retreat. So if you want to get into the drawing for that, you could check out that page. And uh, yeah, or be a sponsor of the show just because lifting your spirits is essential. All right, join us next week for more people, place, and activities that will lift your spirits.